In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest Bitcoin technical analysis as Bitcoin price action is pulling back. Also, Wisdom Tree amends their S1 form, Spot Bitcoin, ETF filing as crypto awaits these final SEC decisions and deadlines. We'll also be discussing CoinShares gets the buying rights to Valkyrie's crypto ETF unit. That's right. Also in today's show, breaking news, Ripple lawyer urges a fact check of Gary Gensler's speech, says the SEC actions seem as shady. Not only that, but Max Kaiser responded to this headline. He says, Ripple and XRP fits the description of a criminal racket. RICO statues apply. Also in today's show, something has changed. ARK Invest's Kathy Wood says the odds of the SEC approving a spot Bitcoin ETF have shot up. Send it. Let's freaking go. We're also going to be discussing why BlackRock is buying so much Bitcoin and when is the BlackRock ETF filing likely to be approved. We'll also be sharing some predictions from BlackRock. All this plus so much more in today's show. Yo, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience with video, visit my YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Today is podcast episode number 1464. I'm your host, JV, and today is November 17th. 2023. Let's go. Checking out the market watch here. Let me know if you can see that on your screen. We got Bitcoin again, pulling back currently just above $36,100, uh, corrected about one and a half percent past 24 hours. We got the ETH uh, price action back under 2000 down 5% for the day. Big losers for the day, Solana down 11%, but still massively up for the month, clearly well over 150%. We got Cardano uh, down 8% and BNB also correcting and in the red. And checking out coinmarketcap.com, we're sitting at a $1.37 trillion market cap with 66 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. Bitcoin dominance is currently sitting at 51.4% with the Ether dominance at 17% even. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers of the past 24 hours, there's not really much in the green, but Celestia still leading the pack up 151% on the week and 7% on the day. Mantle up 6% on the day. And we have Dogecoin up almost 4% on the day, barely trading above eight cents. Now, which altcoins are you currently most bullish on? Let me know in the comments below. And checking out a broader perspective, checking out crypto bubbles. Virtually all the major cryptos are currently correcting in in the red, with only a handful in the green. Some of the big losers include eHex, FTT, and Cause, as well as Ordi. But they say when in doubt, zoom out. So let's look on the monthly. Everything is in the green. So don't forget about that. When in doubt, zoom out, fam. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index. You can see we're currently rated a 63, which is greed. Yesterday was a 70, last week a 70, and last month a 50, which is neutral. So there you have it, my crypto fam. But let's now kick it off with our Bitcoin technical analysis. Check out some of the charts and where the price action is likely to go next. Here we go. Check it. Bitcoin's bull market FOMO has yet to appear despite the Bitcoin price being up still 120% on the year. Data from the statistics platform looking to Bitcoin shows that the on-chain transactions are only starting to involve 
the younger Bitcoin. That's right. Bitcoin remains near 18-month highs and well beyond its bear market trading range and several key resistance levels. While the number of the smaller wallets is increasing, there has not been a major return to the network from speculators, those holding Bitcoin for short periods of time, which would be the short-term hodlers. Now, in a new post, looking to Bitcoin creator Philip Swift. Shout out to Philip. I've had him before on the show do some TA. If you'd like me to bring Philip Swift back to the show for some live TA, let me know. Maybe we'll make it happen. Now, he flagged the Realize Cap Hodl Waves metric, also known as the Realize Hodl Waves, as proof. The R Hodl splits the existing HODL waves metric, which divides Bitcoin by age group of the supply and compares it to the price at which it last moved on chain. The result is a spike in the coins, which frequently move during bull market phases and the opposite in the bear markets where investors are afraid to sell or in the red on their hodlings. Quoting him here, warmer color, low time frame waves are only just starting to increase as coins are transferred on chain. No FOMO yet, but we are still early. Preach. Now, continuing the examination of the Bitcoin supply age bands on chain, a contributor to on chain analytics platform, CryptoQuant, stressed that those who increase their Bitcoin exposure in the run up to the 2021 all time highs remain underwater. He also uh, shared that using the net realized profit loss indicator known as the NUPL, which offers profitability ratios for cohorts of stored coins. Coming soon, however, is the key line in the sand for bull market hodlers. Quoting him here, considering the NUPL across different age bands provides insights into profitability dynamics. Notably, the depicted graph reveals that all UTXO age bands currently in a profitable state, except for the hodlers with Bitcoins held for 18 months, to three years. Now, this aligns with their entry during the Bitcoin price rally to, I think we hit 69,000. Their NUPL nearing the profitability benchmark of zero suggests a potential break-even point if Bitcoin continues to rally beyond 39,000. The question becomes, when are we going to break 38? What are your thoughts, fam? Let me know in the chat. Now, crypto quant data shows the overall proportion of unspent transaction outputs known as UTXOs currently at a loss. Uh, just at 11.6%. Um, so well entities have been increasing their Bitcoin selling at these current prices, which is very interesting. Do you think there's some market manipulation going on or what are your thoughts? Let me know. As you know, there's massive asset managers looking to accumulate Bitcoin and seeding their ETFs right now. But anyways, we still have lots of news to share. So let's discuss a lot regarding ETFs. You know, there is a big deadline on the table for the SEC today. I think it's very unlikely we get any green lights for ETFs, but there's still that probability. So we should discuss it. Let's start with discussing the latest from uh, Wisdom Tree amending their S1 form spot Bitcoin ETF filing as they await the SEC on their decision. Here we go. The global ETF provider Wisdom Tree filed an amended form S1 spot Bitcoin ETF prospectus with the US SEC November 16th, which was yesterday. The update comes a few months after they refiled for the spot Bitcoin ETF app back in June of this year, proposing a rule change to list and trade shares of the Wisdom Tree Bitcoin Trust on the BX. I'm sorry, BZX, which is an exchange by the Chicago Board Options Exchange, which is the CBOE. The amended prospectus mentions that Wisdom Tree, Bitcoin Trust ETF will trade under the ticker symbol BTCW with Coinbase 
custody trust, so the same as BlackRock, serving as the custodian, hodling all of the trust Bitcoins on its behalf. And according to the Bloomberg ETF analyst, James Safer, the updated Form S1 spot ETF filing by Wisdom Tree means the firm is still planning to launch an ETF and is discussing the opportunity with the SEC. Quoting Safeheart here, all issuers were expected to have to file one of these to potentially launch their ETF at some point, just a step in the process. Nothing critical. Now, another Bloomberg ETF expert by the name of Eric Balchunez noticed that Wisdom Tree took long enough to amend its Form S1 Bitcoin ETF filing. Quoting him here, please tell me the SEC isn't waiting till all S1s are updated before issuing a second round of comments. Wouldn't be shocking, right? As far as they've been pushing this ETF back for a spot for the past freaking decade. But anyways, according to SafeArt's data, only two spot Bitcoin ETF filers out of the 12 firms in the US have yet to amend their S1 filings with the SEC. And that includes Franklin Templeton and GlobalX. Quoting SafeArt here, okay, we're nearing in on the deadline dates for three spot Bitcoin ETF apps. I wanna get ahead of it because there is a pretty good chance we'll see delay orders from the SEC. Delays would not change anything about our views and 90% odds for the 19B4 approval by January 10th of 2024. Ultimately, what he's trying to say here, if we don't get the green light by the end of today, which is not looking so probable, then the next deadline is January 10th. And you can see that here, those green boxes, the 17th today for a couple of them. And then we got one also uh, for Global X on the 21st, which is, I guess, next week, probably Monday or so. So we got Hashdex, Franklin Templeton, and Global X. We got to keep our eyes out on right now. So let's discuss Franklin Templeton awaiting its first spot Bitcoin ETF deadline on November 17th today. Also, hash, excuse me, Hashdex, whose deadline was previously also set for November 17th, saw the deadline move to January 1st. Crazy, right? A few days ago. And GlobalX, another firm that hasn't mentioned its S1 filings as of yet, is also awaiting its second spot Bitcoin ETF deadline on November 21st probably Monday or Tuesday. Bloomberg ETF analyst Safehart expect the SEC to do another round of delays. There's nothing new from them on decisions regarding the upcoming deadlines in the near future. However, Safehart still believes the delays would not alter his perspective of the 90% likelihood of the SEC approving the spot Bitcoin ETF before the end of January 2024. So there you have it. What are your thoughts on those 90% percentage predictions that we get that spot ETF approved by January 10th. And do you think there's a potential it can just come out of left field when everyone's least expecting it? I think the SEC and Gary Gensler are allowing their homeboys on Wall Street, the Lawrence Finks, the Abigail Johnsons out there to accumulate and seed their ETFs. Because otherwise, if they gave the green light now, what if we just shot up a uh, God candle followed by God candle and all of a sudden we're back at new all-time highs, right? That wouldn't be good for BlackRock and good for the people launching the ETFs because the lower they can buy it, the more profit. So that's the common sense scenario I'm thinking in my brain, but you guys let me know what you think. Let's break down our next uh, story of the day. We discussed Wisdom Tree. Now let's discuss the latest developments with the Valkyrie uh, ETF and what's going on right here. Check this out. European digital asset manager CoinShares secured the exclusive opinion to acquire Valkyrie funds. Interesting. The ETF unit 
of its United States competitor, Valkyrie Investments, which includes the Valkyrie Bitcoin Fund, which is currently awaiting U.S. approval by the SEC. No Claire Gare, where you at, big dog? CoinShares said on November 17th, the move helps it expand to the U.S., which can soon become the epic center for ETF offerings. The firm's CEO, Jean-Marie Mongnetti, added that he hopes that Valkyrie's acquisition will help it capitalize on what is currently a fragmented global ETF market. Quitting him here. The establishment of crypto spot ETPs in Europe since 2015, a development about to be mirrored in the US, is the perfect illustration. This disparity in market evolution presents both challenges and significant opportunities. Makes a good point there. The option will remain active until March 31st. Wow, that's literally right before the halving, as the halving is going to take place sometime in April. So for now, Valkyrie Funds will continue to operate as an independent entity until an acquisition by CoinShares is finalized. So that's the big news. You can see Valkyrie announcing it right here on X. Big news. Valkyrie is set to join the CoinShares Co. family. We're thrilled about the partnership, uniting our U.S. market insights with CoinShare Global Expertise. Together, we're redefining digital asset investment in the United States and beyond. Now, the two crypto-centric firms also agree on a brand licensing term where the CoinShares name would be issued in future S1 filings to the SEC. Now, used to register a security offering with the regulator when companies plan to go public. If the SEC approves the Valkyrie Bitcoin fund, Valkyrie plans to incorporate the CoinShares name into the ETF. Valkyrie filed for the spot Bitcoin ETF back in June, uh, and along with BlackRock and a host of other financial firms. CoinShares currently oversees over $3.2 billion in assets under management, which makes them a shrimp compared to, to $10 trillion of Larry Fink and BlackRock, just saying, and expressed its optimism towards the U.S. crypto ETF market in September and iterated that the economic powerhouse isn't lagging on digital asset regulation. So there you have it, fam. So many ETFs, so many deadlines, a spot is destiny. But the million dollar question becomes when, right? When are we going to get that green light, Mr. Gensler? But anyways, let's dive into our next story of the day. We just discussed the latest with the Valkyrie ETF. Now breaking news with Gary Gensler. This is actually quite interesting. The Ripple lawyer urges a fact check of Gary Gensler's speech, says the SEC actions seen as shady. Let me know if you think Gensler is the real slim shady. Please stand up. Please stand up. Here we go. Mr. Gensler reiterated the U.S. SEC mandate in a speech. Ripple's lawyer and various community members on X responded, criticizing the SEC chair and arguing the commission, uh, sorry, commissioner's words contradict his own actions. Now, on November 16th, the SEC chair yesterday shared a video of him conducting a speech at the 2023 Securities Enforcement Forum. In the speech, he highlighted the words of the first SEC chair, Joseph Kennedy, saying that the government's agency, agency should be partners of honest business and prosecutors of dishonesty, as he shares right here in this video coming directly from Gary Gensler himself. He says, as Joseph Kennedy, the first SEC governor chair, once said, we're not prosecutors of honest business, nor defenders of crookedness. We're partners of honest business and prosecutors of dishonesty. We shall not prejudge, but we shall investigate. What are your thoughts on those remarks, fam? Now, the community went ham, triggering responses from various crypto members, including crypto uh, Ripple's chief legal officer, Stuart 
Altery, uh, I don't know how to pronounce his name properly, but let's just say Stewart, who is currently engaged in a legal battle against the SEC. And according to Stewart, the SEC chair's recent remarks should be fact-checked as Gensler has prejudged crypto and has filed suit against others without investigation. I think that's a fact, uh, quoting Stewart here, and good for him for calling him out. The SEC is losing in court, being criticized by judges for shady behavior, being rebuked by the government's internal auditor, hiding info about meetings with a felon, must be referring to Sam Bankman-Fried, becoming irrelevant on the international stage. Gensler, admitting no fault, has become the insulate Cole Joseph. And you can see, you can't handle the truth. Now, Stewart also highlighted the ripple was sued, but was never charged with dishonesty. That's uh, not a good look for them, right? The ripple executive also threw some accusations towards the SEC, said they are being criticized for shady behavior and are becoming irrelevant internationally. And apart from Stewart, we also had other community members respond to the video that Gensler shared, including Eric Voorhees, founder and CEO of trading platform Shapeshift, which is another decentralized platform you may want to check out, saying Gensler has prosecuted his honest business twice. And meanwhile, another member of the community responded to Gensler's remarks, saying that uh, he was quoted was a vision. However, the Twitter user argued that it has evolved for the worse, accusing the SEC of facilitating the legitimization of a corrupt system. We call that RICO. But here's what Max Kaiser has to share in the story in response to this headline. He's claiming Ripple and XRP fits the description of a criminal racket. RICO statues apply. Now, if you're not familiar with RICO, that's basically organized crime. It's a pretty serious deal. All the mafia members back in the day got charged on that. And if you get charged with RICO, I mean, uh, again, it's a big deal. So anyways, let me know your thoughts on that. Do you think Gensler is the crooked mofo here? Or do you think Ripple and the XRP are the crooked mofos uh, running a criminal racket and that RICO statues apply? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments. Now let's dive into our next story of the day. We discussed the latest with Mr. Gensler, Valkyrie ETF. We just uh, discussed Wisdom Tree. Now let's discuss ETFs more specifically regarding Kathy Wood saying that the odds of the SEC approving the spot have shot up significantly. Here we go. ARK Invest founder, the one and only Kathy Wood, says the odds are now better that the U.S. SEC will approve the spot market Bitcoin ETF. In a new Yahoo Finance interview, Wood says the SEC is, for the first time, starting to engage with spot Bitcoin ETF applicants. Wood has submitted an application in partnership with 21 shares. Quitting her here, well, something has changed, so we have put in a number of times a filing, and we were just denied. Never got any questions, really. Never got any response. This time, this summer, we got questions back from the SEC. Now, normally, when you get questions from the SEC, you're just saying, oh my goodness, we were thrilled to get questions back because it means they're now engaged. So it wasn't even a possibility. They weren't even entertaining it before because there was no dialogue. So that's the major difference she's pointing out. Continuing here, now we have met a number of the research people at the SEC on the research side, and they're extremely sophisticated. They know what they're talking about. And that level of sophistication of their questions suggested, okay, now they're moving deeply into this. And we answer those questions. We have not heard back. 
that's a good sign too. They never tell you that you have satisfied them. Now, if you don't hear from them, that usually means that you have satisfied the answers to the request. So that was new. And we also know that BlackRock has questions. We put our answers in first. I think that they have followed and I am not sure about anyone else. And she also says something has changed and that's good. The odds of the approval have gone up. Let's go. What also says the deadline for the SEC to act on their particular app is also January 10th. 2024, quoting her here. January 10th is the final deadline. They've been able to push it. It's very orchestrated. Push it, push it. But the final, they either approve or deny on January 10th. How many of you think we're going to get the approval? Put a thumbs up in the live chat. How many think they're going to push it back even after January 10th? Put a thumbs down in the live chat. Let me know. Wood believes the SEC would approve multiple applicants at once, I guess to avoid favoritism, right? She also says there could be some complications if Grayscale decides to sue the SEC over issues related to the company's desire to convert an existing Grayscale Bitcoin trust into a spot ETF. Oh, snap, that sucks if that did happen. There's only one wrinkle, she says. We know Grayscale wants to convert to an ETF. I don't know how practical that is or if the SEC will let them or if they need a special uh, dis dispensation. I just don't know the rules. Grayscale has said it will sue the SEC again if it denies the conversion. If they were to do that before January 10th, I don't know if that will throw everything up in the air again. Well, that gives the freaking SEC and Gary Gensler a loophole to not approve it. So they can just deny Grayscale and then Grayscale's like, screw you guys, we're suing you. And then everything is pushed back again and we see no uh, ETF approval by January 10th. So that could also be an outlier. So just because the ETF experts are all saying 90%, it's gonna be approved, 90%, anything can happen. And we can't trust no Claire Gare, and we know that for a fact. So what are your thoughts? Are we gonna get that approval by January 10th? Or is it likely gonna be pushed back again on some BS? Let me know, fam. And to watch this video that Kathy would did recently with Yahoo Finance entitled Odds of the Spot Bitcoin ETF Approval have gone up, check the show notes below the video in the description. You know what I mean? If you smash the like button, JB will grant you one wish. This is true, but you only get one wish. So choose wisely. <laughs> All right, fam. Now let's dive into our breaking story of the day. Let's discuss why is BlackRock buying so much Bitcoin right now? And when will their ETF filing, filing finally be approved? And once it gets approved, what's that going to do to the Bitcoin price action? Let's discuss all of this. First and foremost, we had Mark Yusko just recently interviewed, and he says it will get approved. He's 100% uh, certain. Also, Kathy Wood said, as I shared in previous story, she agrees that the odds are continuing to go up. DTF experts also agree the odds are going up over 90%. We also have Forbes just released this article, very important. Sudden BlackRock breakthrough predicted to trigger a huge $25 trillion market cap. And I shared with you in great detail, Kathy Wood's $25 trillion market cap prediction on the back of these ETFs being approved. Now that would take the crypto market cap roughly 20x from where we're currently at. Someone run the math, because if we only 10x the Bitcoin price from today's price action, we're already talking about 
something major, like $350,000 per Bitcoin. What if we were to 20X? Now we're talking $700,000 per Bitcoin. But what does Michael Saylor have to say? The Giga Chad, the rocket scientist himself. Here you go. Here's what he had to share in this interview. And I shared this and it started going viral. I shared it at like midnight last night. We already got 64 hearts and seven retweets and it's starting to blow up. But he says, quoting him, I think eventually Bitcoin as an asset class becomes a $100 trillion asset class. So there you have it. That's 4X the prediction of 25 trillion. Could you imagine what if we did hit a 100 trillion asset class? And yes, it's possible. Some people, it is not that much money. No, total addressable market is north of 700 trillion. So don't you think one out of every $7 should enter Bitcoin eventually with Bitcoin being the apex predator? And you know what I mean? all the other bullishness surrounding it, it being perfect money, it being a uh, hedge against deflation, a hedge against inflation, you know what I mean? It being a store of value, it being pristine collateral, it being incorruptible and censorable, it being unconfiscatable, it has everything working for it. So I, I agree. I don't think that's going to happen overnight, clearly, but eventually, I think Michael Saylor is right. I think Bitcoin will go up forever, Laura. What are your thoughts, fam? Let me know. And speaking of Michael Saylor, he also says, yes, Bitcoin is an asset class, and that's a major revolution. If Fidelity and BlackRock, and if 10 other ETF issuers all agree that Bitcoin is an asset class, which they already agree it is, it should be 10x to 100x bigger than it is right now. And you run the math. When we start talking 100x bigger and start talking these $100 trillion market caps, we're talking massive price action for Bitcoin, multiple seven figures. Easy peasy, 100X from uh, 35 Gs is what, 3.5 million? Send it, let's freaking go. Demand for Bitcoin could grow by up to 10X within the next 12 months, according to Michael Saylor. Listen up, I think that this next 12 months is going to be big because demand on a monthly basis should double or triple, maybe even go up by a factor of 10. So anywhere from two to 10, and the supply available for sale will be cut in half in five months in April, Bitcoin having incoming, let's go. So instead of a Bitcoin dollars of, I'm sorry, so instead of a billion dollars of Bitcoin available for the miners each month, it will be a half a billion. It's pretty unprecedented that you would go from a supply and demand balance of maybe 15 billion of organic demand and 12 billion of organic supply. What happens when one doubles and the other one gets cut in half? The price is just going to adjust up. That's right. Bitcoin got that go up number technology. You already know, fam. You're going to have ferocious competition. Keyword, ferocious. I love that. And will amongst Wall Streeters to get the most asset share. And you're going to have crypto exchanges competing. And you're going to have other tech companies getting involved. That'll be one check. So if you think about it like that, you just say, well, now we're going to double and we're going to double again, we're going to double again, and we're going to double again. That coin is going to continue to progress to a million dollars per coin, $2 million per coin, $5 million per coin, a hundred. <laughs> well, he says 10 million a coin. I don't want to misquote him. But anyways, there you have it coming from Michael Saylor. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the Giga Chad. And he also says, I mean, I have quite a lot of predictions, but we'll save this one uh, for another time. Max Kaiser is also calling for 100X. So I'm going to read you this Max Kaiser quote. Shout out to the high priest. Bitcoin has already and will continue to outperform everything else so spectacularly by 100X or more that anyone holding fiat stocks, bonds, gold, and all the ish coins, property, etc., will literally be impoverished. Let me know if you agree or disagree with Max Kaiser. And what are your thoughts surrounding those bullish predictions from 
the one and only Michael Saylor. Let me know in that chat. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in our live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. HODL! 